your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, we heard yesterday the INMO is warning us of a winter of chaos as pressure increases on hospitals. Yesterday, University Hospital Limerick had the highest number of people, along with Cork University Hospital, waiting for hospital bed. It was somewhere in the 60s, I think, and we're still only just in September. So they're really, really concerned. And whenever uh, the pressure does get so tight on the hospitals, we are always reminded of other options other than the emergency department. And in particular local injury units. But if you've never used a local injury unit, you might not be inclined to go there in the case of an emergency because you might think, oh, I need to go to the emergency department itself. But uh, one mum of three, Teresa Tierney-Bogler, she's from Scarif, has had the experience of going to an injury unit um, after there was an accident uh, in her family. And she's with us this morning to tell us a little bit more. Good morning to you, Teresa. Hi, how are you? Um, I'm good now, Teresa. Yourself, you're a mum of three. Tell us about what happened to your daughter, Andrea. Yeah, so um, I was in the latter stages of pregnancy and I was having a very difficult pregnancy, a very high risk. So I wasn't really moving about too much and uh, she was at a birthday party locally. And as you do when you're nine, um, rather than falling off a bounce caster trampoline, she improvised in her own version of an obstacle course and fail and hurt her hand. And, uh, I can just imagine <laughs> trying to do something like a backward handspring or something like something that. Something random anyway altogether, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, she fell and hurt it, came home and I was kind of saying, oh God, what are we going to do here now? Because my husband's in the Navy, so he was in Cork and I didn't, my other daughter with me as well and I'm saying, God, if I go into Limerick now, like I'm going to be 10, 12 hours, you know, waiting to be seen and kind of think, God, is there any other option? You know, I wasn't sure. Um, so I just, to be honest, I just Googled to see was there injury units locally, like in the Midwest, because um, we're only back um, from Cork about a year. And um, yeah, I, I found the one in Nina. So it was closing at eight. So it was 10 to eight. And I was like, yeah, it's not too full. And, you know, I was, she wasn't in an awful lot of pain. She was in pain. So I kind of gave her some Nurofen and iced it. And following morning then it still wasn't right and she wasn't right so I said okay look I'll ring them because I just kind of felt it was okay to hold like overnight Um, I felt myself that it probably was just sprained Um, but she was still complaining so I was like okay so I rang them and they were like no come away over we do see children because I I wasn't sure whether they would Um, so came straight into Nina wasn't sure where to go either so we met the patient um, advocacy liaison people and they met us at the door and told us where to go and we went down we were triaged really quickly and sure like the doctor took one look at it and he was like I'm pretty sure it's broke I was like oh god (laughs) you know that I probably should have come the previous evening but anyway um, she was okay and then she had the x-ray and cast on we were in and out in less than an hour like I couldn't believe how fast and efficient it was and obviously like being pregnant and high risk I was really conscious of even going in like and you know um, oh you would be I mean what stage of pregnancy were you at uh, but I had three and a half weeks to go I think at that stage. Wow. Um, oh, so you're, yeah. you're, you know, you're kind of sort of almost at the, the stage of any minute now. Yeah. And, and you don't I, want to I, go far from home at all in that, that No, condition. and I had an underlying condition so I was being really conscious of where anywhere I went at any point um, but you know we have to kind of have to let them live their lives too and go to birth parties and things like that but um, yeah so we were seen really quickly and I have to say just the cleanliness I couldn't get over just how clean it was it was really spotless like um, 
and I've been in a lot of places. It was really, uh, it's just really, it was very reassuring, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. one of the things that sometimes, you know, uh, places can get criticised for not being spotless when there's a, when there's a very high usage of it, when there's people everywhere and they're, you know, on trolleys and all that kind of thing. Sometimes the cleaners can't even get round. Yeah, it's very hard. Yeah, of course. And, um, and like that, like hospitals are stressful environments by their nature. Like, you know, you you nearly expect it to be stressful for everybody in there now because it is so busy and everyone has different things going on and um, physically or emotionally or whatever. And like, just, it it was just really calm. I have to say, Nina was just really calm. It was really just non- stress-free to be honest and hassle-free and actually within the week of course because it got a bit loose because you know children and trying to keep them still is <laughs> it's very hard so it got a bit loose and I was a bit concerned that maybe she might need it. I don't know I wasn't sure whether she needed a harder cast or not and she was still waiting to be seen by the fresh clinic and I just rang Nina again on the Sunday and I was like look it's a little bit loose I'm just not sure what do you think they were like bring her straight over and we were in and out in less than 40 minutes that time as well they gave her a new cast so it was just really efficient really convenient and just like just trying to utilize other places in the accident emergency like because it, it didn't really warrant accident emergency it did need to be casted and x-rayed and looked at but it didn't need you know it didn't need a 12-hour wait in any when you yeah. know the car accidents and different things going in there you know and how was your daughter throughout the whole process she was really good. Like she, um, of course, she she was like, I, I, I told you it was worse than it was, <laughs> you know. And I was like, oh yeah, unfortunately, you're right. What, <laughs> but, what age uh, is no, she? She's really good. She's nine. Um, yeah. So um, no, she was really good, and they were really lovely. Like they were really calm with her, and like obviously, I couldn't go into the extra with her, so they were they were just so helpful. Like there was just people couldn't do enough for us when we were there like you know and like you know they were just really helpful especially and I explained to her like I said you are going to have to go into the x-ray now and you know do do what the the radiographer tells you now and you know and I literally just go outside the door and you'll only be you'll only be in a couple of minutes and there was they were just everyone was so helpful to be honest and she was fine she was totally reassured and she had her cast for a couple of weeks and she's back doing cartwheels and different things and playing camogie and Wonderful. Yeah. I had an accident myself at a birthday party when I was about five. I walked behind one of those swings and it hit me right between the nose and I oh, ended up in Crumlin God. Hospital. And my abiding memory, first of all, I ruined my dress, the bl- oh. blood. And it was the first thing my mother saw said when she saw me, your dress is ruined because <laughs> it was covered <laughs> in blood. Um, the next thing I remember is that uh, we were in Crumlin Hospital and uh, they'd done the stitches and my mother fainted with the heat and all the nurses and doctors were more concerned about my mother than they were about me and my poor nose. And the last thing I remember was sulking for the night because I got no birthday cake. Oh, so yeah, so I yeah. hope that your daughter got birthday cake at the party. Oh, she, she, was, she, she was at the tail end of the party when it happened, so she was delighted. But just even afterwards, like when we had gone through the whole, you know, process of being casted and, and that Nina and looked after, like even some of our own relatives didn't realise like that you could, that there was an injury unit in Nina and that they didn't realise there was another one in Limsa. They didn't realise they were there. They just thought that you had to go, it was an emergency to Limerick. And I was trying to say, so no, like it's, it happened between the opening hours of it. Like, and if, you know, if it's something that they do look after, like a break or sprain or, you know, maybe minor farm accident, a few stitches or whatever, like I said, you know, you can, you can ring them and see, 
will they can they look after you and then rather than just automatically assuming that you have to go to Limerick you know because yeah, it, it can be the knee-jerk reaction, particularly if you haven't used one of the injury units before for yeah. people to go to yeah. the ED. But definitely your story just shows how simple and easy the process can be if you go to one of uh, the injury units instead. And we have one here in John's. There's one in Ennis and one in Nina. And surely one of those three would suit people uh, living in Limerick rather than heading straight for the ED if it's unnecessary. Uh, Therese Tierney-Bugler, thank you for sharing your story this morning and I hope uh, your daughter continues with her cartwheels. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.